You're listening to What the Dev, the weekly podcast of ST Times. And now, here's Dave Rubenstein, Editor-in-Chief of ST Times. Yes, hello everyone. Dave Rubenstein here, as you heard. Uh, Today's conversation is with uh, Austin Parker. He's the lead developer advocate at Lightstep, which was uh, acquired earlier this year from um, ServiceNow. And we're going to be talking about that, the acquisition, the future of Lightstep, SRE, observability. And uh, Austin also is uh, heavily involved in the Open Telemetry Project. So we'll uh, get into a little bit of that as well. So welcome, Austin. Uh, Thanks for joining us here today. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah. So much to talk about here. This is uh, very interesting. I know we've been covering Lightstep for a few years now, big in the observability space. Uh, and uh, so one of the things, of course, top of mind is with the ServiceNow acquisition, what does that mean for Lightstep and and how do things look like they're going to be moving forward? If you can, as much of that as you can discuss. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, so I think the... The biggest thing is this really is it's an accelerator for us, right? We have not only the opportunity to kind of take all this expertise that ServiceNow brings to the table, you know, especially in what was already, I'd like to think, one of our real core competencies, which is um, global scale, you know, observability for global scale organizations. And ServiceNow connects us with those organizations. But I think ServiceNow, for their part, also sees you know, that we we have a really unique special thing. Um, we're we're maintaining a lot of our you know our culture, our office, our team. You know, we're not just being kind of pulled in and said like, okay, you're doing everything different now. You know, it's really a partnership. Um, I would like to say think more of a partnership than an acquisition. So, you know, mm-hmm. they're getting something, we're getting something, and I'm really excited about what that means for us going forward as it lets us accelerate, you know, our growth. It lets us kind of get into all these conversations. And it also um, helps us really push observability towards something I've talked about for a while, which is making observability kind of the core, you know, a core function of DevOps and the enterprise itself, right? It's not enough to just say like, hey, here's some stuff for your engineers to look at. You need to be able to tie this into IT and business operations and, um, Kind of get this holistic idea of what's going on with your with your software, with the applications that your company runs on, and be able to communicate that out to everyone in the organization, so everyone has an idea of you know what is the health of this service as kind of a you know purely functional operational thing, but also what's the health of the service as it. It goes to all these other things, right? It goes to our business metrics, goes to our sales, goes to our, you know, how agile we're being, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know the industry is uh, always talking about delivering value and, you know, using observability to be able to look into their systems to see where there may be bottlenecks or problems or what have you that could prevent them from delivering on that value. So uh, we've certainly seen uh, big growth and uptake in observability and tools to to do that. So uh, I know one of the uh, other things that people always talk about are collecting all the metrics and seeing how things are performing so that they can make uh, good decisions about uh, their systems and things like that. So I know that you're involved in open telemetry. So what's uh, what's going on there? What 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 projects seem to be uh, now top of mind? Where where is the room for that to grow? So 
open telemetry has come is really hit um, a lot of really important milestones over the past um, maybe three four months really over the summer there's a lot of parts that have kind of come into a hole and you know if your listeners aren't familiar or don't know all the you know details of the history we had originally anticipated when we merged open trace and open census several years ago to form open telemetry that it would actually be fairly uh, we would have a fairly quick turnaround on certain parts of it where we like we thought oh we'll kind of have, you know we'll, we'll be done with like, the major integration in about a year and here we are you know maybe two three years later and we're starting to kind of hit one out oh with certain components that you might say like oh why did it take so long so i think open telemetry took a little bit longer to kind of get up to speed but that's because we didn't necessarily anticipate how much participation we would get not only from you know just people in the community people that are interested in the projects for example like we've had a lot of involvement from um open metrics and prometheus maintainers mm-hmm. to kind of help do a really good integration story and, and make sure that everything is kind of aligned in this open source metrics world mm-hmm. but also we've had uh other open source projects come in and have you know log processors being donated and we've had a lot of great feedback iteration on tracing and we've had a lot of vendors come in you know i just looked uh, just yesterday and there's uh, eight companies now eight like pretty major you know monitoring observability what, what have you companies that are natively accepting the open telemetry data format right mm-hmm. which means if you're an end user you know you could you can say like oh i'm going to install with open telemetry now, if I want to change vendors, if someone has a feature I like, or if I, I need to scale and I need to pick something else, or I need to go completely open source and build my own thing, all of my data is now perfectly, you know, uh, there's neutral transport, right? I can just take it and point it to something else, even point it to something else at the same time and kind of do a bake-off, see, you know, cool. is this better than that? So... That's why it's taken so long, I believe, because the scope did increase a lot, and we did kind of go from, well, let's, let's merge these two things together really quick and then get on with it, to a different philosophy of, let's really try to kind of stick the landing on this 1.0 um, with the intention that we're going to make fewer changes in the future. So observability, I think, it has been kind of a an offshoot or an ex- an extension of uh, uh, APM that the uh, tools that people used for, you know, performance monitoring and management. Uh, so uh, I wanted to ask you as a developer advocate at LifeStep, what, what role do you see developers having in observability or are they really just the recipients of all of the metrics that come in? It's like, okay, you need to fix this now. Or, okay. You need to fix that now. Is there anything they can do proactively to kind of, um, improve their um, software and make sure it performs the way it's supposed to? That's a really great question. Um, I'm actually wor- working on a piece right now that hasn't run yet, but it, it's kind of about this. And the idea is that I think traditional APM has put developers in this really um, awkward position where nobody, it's, it's, a, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy of you know, hey, a problem happens, and we go, you know, fix the problem, and then maybe we add in some metrics, or we add in some more logging, or we add a trace, you know, some spans here or there, and that helps us make sure that the problem doesn't come back. Um, but quite often, many of these problems would, would be things that you could have caught earlier if you had, you know, 
better metrics and logs and traces and better observability into your system as you're developing it. Mm. But quite often what you see is the way, you know, that we think about, you know, the, the way that people buy observability, the people that buy monitoring doesn't really comport with that because you're paying, you know, uh, one thing I hear constantly is people are like, well, you know, we can't monitor our test environment or our staging environment. And now I know that some people, you know, will say like, oh, well, you shouldn't have a test or staging environment. But, you know, <laughs> a lot of people, everyone lives in their own world, right? And so for people that do have tests and staging environments still, um, they're like, oh, we can't, we can't afford to monitor them because we're paying per host, right? Or we're paying per container. And we're, we're spending up so many of these for kind of integration tests. And it's just, it's financially unfeasible to monitor things until they go into prod and then it goes into prod and something breaks and you're like ah why didn't we catch this in staging and text well you didn't catch it earlier because you weren't looking for it right right so i think open telemetry actually helps a lot with that because open telemetry is our, our next step of the project i believe is making you know open telemetry a built-in feature of your development so Right now, you, know, you can go and you can actually um, take open telemetry. You have integrations for hundreds of library frameworks. But in two years, in five years, I want that to be thousands and tens of thousands, right? Like you should be able to have open telemetry just kind of there as a checkbox almost. So when you, you know, import Express or you import um, Spring or you import whatever your web framework is or your API framework or your mm. template engine, right? Open telemetry should just be there in the background, and then you as a developer get to sit down and say, like, okay, I already have all the hooks I need, and I have this very standard API to write this against. Um, I don't have to think about, well, what, what logging library am I going to use, or what metrics library am I going to use? Is it going to be compatible? Da, 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 da. No, you're just going to have open telemetry. You'll go in and it's like, I'm going to add some metrics here for my business logic, or I'm going to add a log here or a trace here to, you know, because this is a very important part and I know I'm going to, I'm going to unit test this. So let me add some stuff in here. And then my test framework is going to be aware of open telemetry. So it's going to be able to look at, you know, those logs and make sure they kind of match the expectations. It's going to look at those metrics and make sure they're being emitted. I'm going to be able to compare those, you know, over run over runs of each deploy. I would actually know, like, hey, did I have performance regression? This would be something that, you know, my testing tool, my CI tool could automatically look at for me because we're all using open telemetry. We have a lingua franca um, for monitoring. And that, I think, is going to be very powerful for developers and will kind of shift things left a bit, right? You won't have to worry about, hey, I've got one guy, I've got my observability guy over here and my observability team. It's just going to be something you do you know, the same way that you would write unit tests or the same way that you would kind of defensively code for security. Right. Um, it's a built-in feature, and that is really exciting to me. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you, of all the things that people talk about shifting left, uh, this one to me seems like it's the most uh, organic so to speak, it, you know, it, it's not like, uh, you know, trying to fatten up a, a duck for <laughs> for the pate, you know, yeah. but, it, but it almost feels much more organic that, you know, as part of your process, you're observing everything that's going on and you can uh, react to it and fix it way before you even get into production. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so I think that's uh, certainly going to be helpful. So uh, let me ask you just about 
Lightstep and Service now and just kind of the synergy there and what what you guys are bringing to the table and how it fits in with their uh, offering. So I think that what we really bring, you know, and I want to caveat, like I'm, I'm looking at this from just my perspective, right? So right. don't take this as gospel. Uh, no one asked me about the acquisition before it happened. Right. But <laughs> I think the big thing is, you know, personally, like when I, you know, before I, we became part of service now and I, I heard about it, and I was like, oh, isn't that that, you know, boring IT thing? Um, <laughs> and when you start to kind of look at their offerings, they have, they have some very exciting, so, you know, exciting stuff they're doing in terms of you know, business process automation and workflows. And what I think is very cool, um, low or no code, you know, platforms. Yes. And one thing that they really care about a lot is empowering, you know, what they call it, citizen developers, right? Empowering people to take all this data about the business and make little applications with it in a really easy to use way and, you know, deploy those so that they can do their job better, right? So that they can make work, you know, make work less work, um, which I mm-hmm. think is a butcher. I'm butchering one of their marketing phrases. So <laughs> I expect there's even angry email about that. Oh, there <laughs> you go. Okay. But I do think that that's, you know, one, one thing that there's a lot of alignment on, right. Is that we're both in that same business, right. We want to make your job easier. We want to, you know, if you as a, you know, backend developer slinging Java around, we want to make that easier for you to figure out what's going on. They want to make life easier for you as whatever your role is. And so there's a lot where we're on the same page already. Right. What we bring is, you know, a, a different market, right? We're we're really kind of talk, talking to that, you know, sort of modern SRE, um, mm-hmm. DevOps professional that historically, you know, maybe they don't have time for the big boring platforms and they, they just want to, they want to get way down deep into the weeds of mm-hmm. performance optimization. And so, we bring that expertise, that sort of cachet in, and I think there is a real story here about how we can be better together as we kind of build integrations um, between, you know, Lightstep Observability product and also the SnowPlatform, platform so that, you know, now if you are, you know, a big company and you're using um, ServiceNow for kind of IT health, you know, we actually have a connector now. We're, on their market um, where you can bring data in, right? You can bring lights up data in and you can kind of view that in the context of your other alerts and monitors and stuff like that. And then obviously over time, we'll be deepening that integration between the two platforms. Great. And it also lets us kind of expand into new products um, that do address that, you know, that SRE DevOps uh, market that kind of wants to just get it in and they want to do stuff themselves, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Excellent. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Austin Parker from Lightstep, lead developer advocate. Thanks so much for your time today. Great conversation. Uh, we look forward to seeing what uh, what comes of the uh, uh, merger slash acquisition and uh, and where things go from there, as well as with the Open Telemetry project. Thanks so much for your time, Austin. Thanks for having me. It was great talking with you. Okay. And thanks to all our attendees for listening. As always, until next time, I'm Dave Rubenstein. So long for now.